RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. So you might have heard at Reality Check Radio us mention managed retreat a few times in the last, uh, well, couple of weeks. Managed retreat. I think we're going to hear more about it as well. And we're going to talk to somebody about it right now. And that is Tanya Lees, who is a Raumati resident on the Kapiti Coast near Wellington. And uh, she attended a recent community consultation with the local coastal advisory panel. They call it CAP, headed by former Prime Minister Jim Bolger. So Tanya Lees joins me now. Tanya, welcome to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, how long ago was it that you heard the term managed retreat? Um, I think I first heard it after what happened with Cyclone Gabriel, um, especially with people who were affected up on the East Coast in Hawke's Bay. Um, There was a lot of talk about it um, then, but prior to that, I hadn't really heard of it at all. What do you understand it to be? Managed retreat to me, um, sounds like because of certain factors that may or may not be happening with the climate, um, they're wanting the government are wanting to move people from certain regions. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a sort of sensitive topic. And I guess um, given that the coastal advisory panel cap turned up in Kapiti, they're they're thinking this could be an issue in your area along the coast there, right? Uh, yeah, it certainly looks that way. Okay, Okay. now, um, I used to spend um, a bit of time in Ramati as a kid because we had relatives who had a, um, a holiday batch there, so we used to go up there a lot in the summer, and I kind of remember where, where the sea level came to, both with the tide in and out. Do you think it's changed in the last 40 years? Um, we just... Speaking to residents here, it doesn't really sound like it's changed much at all. I mean, um, some residents have been putting boulders, you know, just um, to so their properties are protected from storms. Um, and those boulders aren't really moving much at all. It's just seems to be staying the same from, from what we can understand. I mean, some storms do cause a bit of damage with um, sand dunes, but the seawalls seem to be holding out, so... Well, that's probably happened when you say for time immemorial. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So so the residents say no big deal apart from the storm surges, which are, which are natural and they happen every now and then. We all get that. So let's um, go, go to this meeting. I've watched a bit of video from it and uh, a good turnout uh, and there were some experts there. Were they local experts or were they sort of... Do they parachute in as part of this panel? Ah, uh, well, as, as far as we know, they were just um, CAP members, really, um, and a few of them were were in attendance on the day, but we didn't really know a lot about them. I mean, I had never heard of CAP before I went to the meeting, anyway. So, um, yeah. So, I yeah, guess the, count- I guess the point I'm, I'm trying to get to is, were any was anyone there? Uh, at the cap level, who had local knowledge? Uh, not really. Um, not not that anyone could really see. I mean, probably the um, community members had more knowledge based on their own experiences. 
Yeah. Okay, so there's a bit of history here, isn't there? Because uh, wasn't it um, a case some years ago that uh, uh, erosion warnings were put in limb reports um, in that area and they were ruled to be unnecessary and then later removed? Am I correct in that? Um, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I know that um, Crew had been doing some work around that. Um, I've only recently sort of heard about them as well. They've been doing some good legal work for the past 10 years. Yeah, I think they took um, the council here to the Environment Court and won um, because the council had put hazard lines on people's limbs which based are, on the standard. Yeah, which affects property values, right, and all sorts of things yeah. potentially. Okay, so they've been at this a while. So have CAP come in, uh, what, with an invitation from your local council? Um, what are the council, what's the council's role in CAP and facilitating them being in the neighbourhood and making these presentations? Well, it was the council that actually, um, they went through a recruitment company, apparently, and so they established CAP themselves. Oh, okay, so this is a company-established um, entity, not not a national entity. No, so I think CAP come under the um, the council. Okay, I, sorry, I, I, I it sort of had the name of something that was official and maybe nationwide, and the yes. fact that Jim Bolger was there, but he's a local. He lives in the area, doesn't he? He does. He apparently lives in Waitanae. Okay, then. So, And he was, what, the facilitator of the public meeting that you had? And when was that? It was pretty recent, I understand. Uh, it was the end of July, so it was only about a month ago. Okay, radio. So he was there, and there were some other people doing presentations. Um, there seemed to be a bit of tension between some members of the, um, of the crowd and, and Mr. Bolger. Was that right? Uh, well, at one stage, um, a community member stood up and asked about the managed retreat, which was, you know, perfectly fine to us because this is going to have a huge effect on, on all of us here. Um, and that's when Mr. Bolger grabbed the mic and started um, saying, well, you know, managed retreat is the last thing on everybody's mind. Um, you know, we're trying to do everything else apart from that, but... Um, yeah, I've been to meetings since where he has mentioned managed retreat multiple times as well as the term climate refugee. Um, so, yeah, he as soon as he grabbed the mic, that's when the meeting went downhill. Um, everybody had been very respectful before then, um, but that's when he tried to steer it in a particular um, direction, a lot of us felt. So he must be all in if he's if using terms like climate refugee and he's well across yes. the managed retreat sort of messaging uh, I mean is he just you know an interested local or is he is he on the payroll do we know uh, well you know finding out about the budget um, that's another very difficult thing but I'd say he's all in with this I think that he's um maybe working on another agenda. What would uh, that be? What, what, sort of helping the government get people away or, or putting them in a position where their land can be easily taken from them? Is that That's ultimately what that means, isn't it? Managed retreat? 
Yes, yeah. It, it just sounds a bit like a land grab, Paul, really. Yeah. Okay, what about the information that was presented at that meeting? You know, the the climate science. Were people buying it? Uh, no. <laughs> we had um, four questions that we were given um, and we had to write. So we were all put on different tables. Um, it was a little bit um, strange because some of the CAP members were sitting at tables. So I guess community members felt they couldn't really say what they wanted to. And Mr Bolger was also sitting at a table um, with community members, which was sort of not really appropriate. Um, but yeah, we had to we had a scribe at each table, and we had to answer a series of questions. Um, but nobody seemed to really be worried that much about the the changing you know coastline or um, I mean there might be a little bit of change going on every so often, like we spoke about, but nothing alarming to make us have to leave our home. Businesses. Yeah, so so the group um, Calm Alarmist Law Madness Calm. Um, what what do you want? What does the group want exactly? Can you boil it down to some bullet points? Yeah, sure. Um, so we would like to sort of offer a, a plausible science. You know, we we would like that to be used um, instead of the extreme modelling that's being used at the moment. Um, we want some calm planning, so we want to uh, remove coastal adaptation zones, which are going to harm people financially, mentally, and socially. So, sorry, what are, um, what are coastal adaptation zones exactly? Uh, so that's where they are um, finding areas um, and trying to apply science to them, um, and then ultimately notations will be put on people's limb reports, which are going to have a huge effect on their mortgages, um, insurance, things like that. You mean computer modelling? Yes. Because yeah. how, how would they know otherwise, right? How would they know? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you become a slave to somebody's fevered computer modelling program. All right. Okay, so calm planning. Um, what else? Uh, we want sensible policies. So less top-down central government rules. We want less local council rules and for them to be realistic and relevant so people's lives are not harmed. Um, there also needs to be more community engagement because if you were to walk into, say, Coastlands today and ask people about managed retreat, most people have never heard of it. They don't know who CAP are. Um, they, they are walking around and they have no idea what's going on and you know, Capity is one of the first places that this has been tried. So if it's successful, it will be used in other parts of New Zealand. So your district council, is it must be either compliant or, I don't know, more than just compliant sort of uh, part of this process. Has there been any talk about it, apart from meetings like this, but any policy positions from councillors, you know, at the time they were elected? Did anyone say this was going to happen? No, no. Um, I had no idea myself until I went to that meeting. Um, and it was only because somebody or, or a group, I'm not sure, have been doing um, leaflet drops. And I, I don't know who they are, but I applaud them for doing that because there are a thousand 
properties around Kapiti at the moment um, who are going to be affected, who are in the hazard zone. Um, the hazard and, zone. And what blimmin' hazard, eh? Sorry to jump in. But, yeah. but this language is so emotive. <laughs> the hazard zone. What, you mean the odd storm yeah. surge once every 60 years that might bowl over a few dunes? Is that the hazard they're talking about? Exactly. It's enough for the council to try and, and get proposals done for these people out of this area. Um, it's all based on something called the Jacobs Report, which is not the right kind of science that we need here on the Cabinet Coast. Sorry, what, what, who, is, who is Jacob? What, what is this Jacobs Report? Is it a New Zealand report? Uh, yeah, the, so the um, so CAP have used um, consultants called Jacobs, um, and they've come up with this extreme modelling, um, but it's it's based on, you know, science for a rocky shore, and that's not what we have here. We have a sandy shore. In fact, um, I, I have heard that the sea levels are, are not happening the way that, that they say it is. This is outdated science. Well, well I noticed used. that was mentioned in the meeting on the video, now that you've said that, you've reminded me. Someone, a facilitator or somebody, mentioned that report, and then he said, well, you know, they've... Is this the one where he says, well, it's turned out not to be quite that bad, but it could still be that bad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's madness that they're, they're proposing that this could possibly be, you know, enough to make people have to leave their homes, but we just kind of think it's ridiculous. We might get hit by an asteroid too, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, who knows what they've got <laughs> so the council, what sort of game is the council playing, do you think? Well, I think they're heavily invested in this. Um, yeah, I, I can only think that um, they're trying, they've been holding all these meetings, but not really um, letting the public know about them. So Initially, there were only 20 or 30 people going along to these meetings, um, and they felt they were probably ticking boxes, you know. Yeah, well, that, oh, well that's we told- yeah, yeah, we've done that. We've done the consultation, and if people didn't know or turn up, yep. that's not our problem. Right. Yep, we've, we've done our best. Um, but with the last meeting that was held in Realmati South, um, people were tipped off that this was happening. So there was a, a larger group. There were over 200 people who went to this. Um and there's meant to be another meeting happening in Paikakariki, um, probably October. We're not sure. Um, I think they're probably expecting a much bigger turnout with this next one. So They've got um, a tiger by the tail yeah. now, perhaps, a tiger by the tail. Now, I noticed also yeah. that uh, Jim Bolger, and this might have been the, you know, the, one of the tense moments, when um, he, because you mentioned the leaflet drop, he mentions that. And then he says, you've seen stuff in the leaflet drop. And he kind of goes straight to cons- calling or, or pointing or, or using the conspiracy theory yeah. label, which exactly. is a tell. It, that, that's always a tell. Unfortunately, he's given away his position. He's not a very good poker player. He's given away his position no, just by saying that. He's shown his hand, hasn't he? Um, I think he lost credibility the minute he started going down that road. Um, he's not good at reading a room. Um, and that's when people just were fed up um, because if you don't agree with him and you don't agree with the science, then you're just simply labelled a conspiracy theorist, which is 
there was nothing at that meeting, and if, if you go over it, you know, it's on YouTube for anybody to see. Um, nobody talked about anything that was remotely conspiracy theory or, you know, so it, it just came out of left field, and that's when he lost all, um, yeah, people lost faith in the process after that. Let's just uh, let's just finish on those um, those bullet point uh, points that I asked for. So you got down to sensible policies. Obviously, there's an issue here of democracy because if the councillor are doing things on the quiet that they never told ratepayers they'd be doing, that could threaten pro- fundamental property rights, and are kind of being sneaky yes. and quiet about it, you have to you have to yep. ask the the you know the question regarding democracy. Absolutely. Um, We feel that this really isn't a democratic process. Um, The very fact that Mr Bolger came up to me personally in the meeting when I was giving feedback and stood there after I said the words, um, you know, we feel that this is a... um, All my words. um, You know, that that it was a... an outcome that had already been kind of... A fait accompli. A fait accompli. That already decided what they're going to do. Yes, yeah, that was when he really moved in and was standing two feet away from me and just eyeballing me. It was very creepy. Do you think he was trying to be intimidating, uh, Tanya? He was trying to intimidate you, the old boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. He didn't like what was being said. I was just repeating what people had said at my table. Um, and I felt that he was trying to shut me down. So that's why I challenged him after he was um, standing there for a little while. Not one person in the CAP um, you know, team tried to stop him. Uh, it was just me and him and 200 people kind of looking on thinking, what the hell? Um, so, yeah. Well, if, if, have if, a- if the people who were there, sorry to jump in, but if the people who were there really believed in what they're doing, they would have defended him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there was one person who tried to, um, you know, to stop him from from standing there. But, um, yeah, you just kind of feel that he intimidates people. Um, And if this happens in front of a community meeting, you know, with 200 people present, then what happens behind closed doors? Is he just, you know, just running sort of... Maybe right it's age. Maybe it's age, and maybe you know you think you're your former prime minister. You think you've got some magical power over public speaking. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Okay. Well, so, I think it's a long time ago. So, is there any is there any chance that um, that the community can sort of wrestle control of this? And and I, I guess you really in a in a you know to boil it down to a couple of words, you're just telling them to bugger off, aren't you? Um, yeah, well, you'd like to. Um, this is going to have such a de- detrimental effect on the area. Um, I mean, this is over a thousand. It really affects everybody because even if you rent and it affects your landlord, then it affects you as well. Um, so that's why we're trying to um, get as many people together as we can. We've got a, um, an email address, um, which is capitycalm at Proton. Uh, dot me. Yep. Um, we're going to have um, a Facebook page, um, a petition, and we really just want everyone to join us in this journey. Anyone who can help us, any experts out there, um, 
Because if this is happening in Cavity, it will happen in other places too. Can so you can you tell us who the mayor is? Can you tell us who the mayor is? What's the name of the mayor? Uh, Janet Holborough. Okay. Um, I actually um, sent a, um, a complaint letter to the council about what happened at the meeting. I'm still waiting to hear back. How long ago um, was that, Tanya? How long ago was that? That's getting on for a month now. Okay, well, no they, did. <laughs> they haven't lost the letter <laughs> or the email. No, they just can't. They don't know. Yep, they're hiding away. And what about yeah, the um, chief executive of the, the council? Do you know who, who that person is? Can you give us a name? Because it's always uh, good to identify the... The individuals involved. Yeah, sure. Um, that's Darren Edwards. Um, he's the chief executive, so he um, he actually acknowledged my email that I sent him, but nothing ever came of it. So um, was that was that a form yeah, reply or a personal reply? Uh, just through his PA. So okay, is he a yeah. Kapiti Coast local? Is he from the area? I'm really not sure about his background at all. Um, I didn't know any of this was really happening until that meeting. Right. So that's when you it's, a, it's always good to that. understand who who ha- has the history there. Is really what what I was getting to there, and whether you just came yeah. in, you know, the other day, and now you're starting to tell everyone yes. what to do, as if you've been there forever, you know. Well, he's um, he's pretty new here. Um, I believe he came down from Northland. So I don't know exactly what his background is, but I know that he's he hasn't been here that long. He's probably so. bummed around a whole lot of these places in his time. Okay, well that's really interesting. Yeah. What happens? You're setting up the uh, the points of communication. You just told us about that. Is there anything else that we need to know that we might have missed, so people can sort of follow this and get involved if they're in the area and they want to? Are you personally affected? Have you got a property that's personally affected? Uh, it could be. Um, yeah. I I'm just renting, so um, if it affects my landlord, um, I'd say it probably will because it's a huge area. It covers two kilometres from the beach right back to the old main two road. Two kilometres. Come that's on, that's a lot of property. Yeah, people well, don't even know this is happening. The sea would have to rise. This is ridiculous. Well, it would have to be a tsunami that's ongoing. Um, you know, what are they on these people? Their, what drugs are they on? I don't know. I really don't. But I think they're just—they're um, only getting experts who um, sort of, you know, extend the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's obviously uh, they're pulling a number on you. It sounds like so. Wow. Totally, okay. and people don't know the problem, so that's why we've got to talk about this and you know get some action happening because um, you know this is going to affect people. It, life is already tough enough. You know, yeah. cost of living. Oh no, they want it tougher. They, they want it tougher. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, enough. They, they want it tougher, and I don't think you'll be seeing Jim Bolger again. They'll take him out. Uh yeah, yeah. I bad for business. I, Definitely don't want to see him again. <laughs> I yeah. saw him close up. Yeah. Bad for business. Yeah, it sounds like he, he, he got in your space. Okay, Tanya Lees, um, Calm, Calm Alarmist Law Madness. That's what the acronym stands for on the Cuppity Coast Rail Matty. Thanks for dropping in and telling us about that. It's a fascinating story. Thank you for having me. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.